I'm Rachel Cassandra. Welcome to Midday Magazine for Friday, December 23rd. Petersburg gets into the holiday season every year with Julebucking. It's a celebration held the week before Christmas with ties back to Norway, the country where many residents have roots. KFSK's Jordan Lewis has more on this tradition. Norwegians love their butter, so it's just another way of getting butter into the body. At Petersburg's Sons of Norway Hall, Sally Dwyer is preparing lefse for this year's Julebucking celebration. This is sweetened butter. It's got powdered sugar in it. In a few minutes, it'll have some cinnamon on it. And then we'll have another vehicle for butter into the body called lefse. Lefse is a traditional Norwegian flatbread that has turned into a sweet pastry similar to a cinnamon roll. Dwyer lays out the bread on the table before spreading sweet butter across it. Then she sprinkles cinnamon across the butter before rolling it all up. Every year, the Sons of Norway serves the treat for Julebucking. Now I'm going to sprinkle cinnamon, and then I'll roll it a little bit. And I usually take anything that's torn or icky and put it in the middle so that it hides it. And then we cut it into six pieces. Away from the Sons of Norway Hall, in her home, is local resident Roxanne Lee. The 93-year-old has been celebrating Julebucking since she moved to Petersburg 75 years ago. She remembers her first season learning about the tradition. You know, I came from Minnesota, and I was up here in 1947 when I first came up here. And my friends at Christmas time asked me if I would like to go Eulabucking, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was skiing or tobogganing or what it was. Anyhow, and they said, no, we just go and visit other people and have treats. But it didn't stop with getting treats. People were having libation, little drinks, and cookies and goodies. And so I enjoyed that and, and got to meet all these nice new people. And then we brought that group of three or four, up to six, and then that group went to the next house. And so then the, lar- the group got larger and larger as it went on. The origins of the tradition date back to Norway and has pre-Christian origins. When Scandinavians immigrated to the United States in the 1900s, they brought Julebucking with them. Julebuck means Christmas goat in Norwegian. One theory for the tradition says it was a way for Vikings to worship the Norse god Thor. Thor was always pulled in a chariot across the sky by two goats. People may have celebrated him with feasts. Another theory is that the celebration comes from multiple Scandinavian cultures whose festivals celebrated good harvest seasons. In Petersburg, the tradition has evolved over the years. Sally Dwyer is vice president of the Sons of Norway Hall and grew up in Petersburg. When she was young, folks would dress up in costumes and go door to door. When I was a kid, Eulabucking was where strangers, or you thought they were strangers, they were dressed in men's clothing, and then they had masks on, and they'd come to your house with a tray, and they'd expect a drink. And they usually traveled in little packs, like three to five. And it scared the heck out of us kids, because we didn't know who they were. And my mom and dad, of course, did, and they would give them a drink, Akavit, or some good scotch, or maybe a little Crown Royal if we had it. And then they'd go away, and they'd go to somebody else's house, and we'd all go, wow, the Eulabuckers were here. Dwyer said, beginning in the mid-60s, businesses in downtown Petersburg started giving customers treats as a thank you for supporting them throughout the year. This practice of giving back to their customers continues today. 
Well, I think um, it's gotten a little more elaborate. It isn't just a cheese ball with a bunch of Ritz crackers. You know, it's meatballs and feta cheese and cranberry, and it's um, just a lot of other stuff. And people just bring what they want. The cookies in traditional Norwegian at the Yule board, you have seven kinds of cookies, and that's a tradition. And so we do try to bake seven kinds of cookies, and includes lefse as a cookie. The Yule board is a traditional spread of snacks for Yule bucking with both sweet and savory foods. As Dwyer finishes her batch of lefse in the kitchen, she lets me taste one of the first pieces. Okay, let's see. My husband called this wet wallpaper. It's from Boston. Mm. I can see that it is sweet. I can definitely see that. Well, that's because of the cinnamon, though. But yeah. The lefse is like a mix between the texture of a pancake and the flavor of a cinnamon roll, with the sweet butter combining the two into one treat. The Yule Bucking events in Petersburg may end for the year on Christmas Eve, but the tradition will likely stick around for generations to come. In Petersburg, I'm Jordan Lewis. Every year at Christmas time, Petersburg celebrates with several days of Yule Bucking. Businesses give out drinks and treats to residents. It's an adaptation of a historic Scandinavian tradition. KFSK spoke with several Petersburg businesses about the treats they're serving this year. My name is Tiffany Christensen, and I work in administration for the Forest Service. And can you tell me what you all are serving for Yule Bucking this year? We have quite a spread. We have a variety of things, um, everything from salmon dip and um, sausage and some chili to goodies like cookies and almond puff and all that good stuff. I just put together a spreadsheet and we asked employees to donate their time and their resources and we just wanted to make sure we had a variety. So, you know, a little bit of sweet, a little bit of savory, everything's homemade and um, everyone here has got some sort of a talent or specialty. My name is Erica Warhatch. I'm a registered pharmacist. I've been working here at Petersburg Rexall Drugs since, I guess you could say, high school. So many decades our father, Max Warhatch, started with pastrami sandwiches years ago because when they started Yule Bucking, they wanted to have something each store had as a party. And this was something he would do at his chain, at his store down in Ohio. So it was just like the store party they had was like a little pastrami party. So he just thought, oh, well, we'll just do that up here. We'll just continue that up here. So that's where the pastrami came from. And um, do you know how many pounds of pastrami you got this year? So I, I'm thinking it's over 200 pounds. Hello, my name is Heidi Lee, and I am here at Lee's Clothing Family Store. And we're getting ready for our first official Eula Bucking in a couple years. So we have beautiful cookies that our family has made. We spent, my mom, Roxy Lee, spent one whole day making krumkaka with her friends. It's like a lacy, it looks like a pancake when you make it, and it's got beautiful lacy pattern in it. And when you roll it up, it's on sort of a cylindrical tool. When you take the first bite, it usually all falls apart in your hand. So you just you just know that it's very delicate, and you enjoy it. <laughs> and my mom makes tinglings with my daughter, Maya. Can you tell me what tinglings are? <laughs> Tinglings are Wheaties covered in dark chocolate, which is her specialty, one of them. And they're really good. And then my brother-in-law, Sigurd Matisson, has made beautiful smoked salmon, pickled herring. 
And are all of those foods Norwegian-based? Except for the tinglings, except for mom, maybe got them from Minnesota. I'm not sure. But she's carried that tradition with her, and she's Swedish. <laughs> I'm Chelsea Tremblay. I work at Singly Alley Books and Gifts. Okay, and tell me what you've been working on. This has been a busy week of baking cookies as well as being a retail employee during the holiday season. I like to make a ginger cookie with molasses in it. It is just a nice little hint of spice and sugar that's really quite something. This year I'm branching out into a second cookie, a Russian tea cake, I think it's called. I may have the name wrong. It's the one with ground up nuts and flour and powdered sugar. And it's really good. Um, a little more challenging than I realized, but I think worth it. Yeah, you've been baking for like three days, right? Yeah, I made four or five batches of the one, and then I'll be doing two batches of the other. And it's kind of a nice way to enforce quiet time in the off time from work, because work is delightful. We're seeing a lot of people, but then you have to go home and you have to bake because you have a deadline. So yeah, it's quite something. This isn't something that's traditional in a technical sense, but for us it's tradition, and I can't imagine not doing it. Sally Dwyer from the Sons of Norway. And um, tell me what we've got here. Okay, well, Waffler is a sour cream cardamom waffle. It's made in a, a five heart shaped pan, and then you cut the sections apart, and you have the perfect little heart waffle. And today I'm going to spread powdered sugar and butter, and I'm going to put a slice of fresh strawberry on it to make it look really festive. And is this a Norwegian food? Yes, it is, but not normally with the strawberries. And uh, what else do you all have today? We have almond wedges, we have meatballs, we have krumkaka, we have lefse, we have lots of different cookies, we have baby quiches, and whatever else the members bring. We're just happy to receive anything. And uh, what's your favorite from all this stuff? I actually love the cardamom tea cake. And tell me about the cardamom tea cake. Well, it's a tiny little ring cake. And it's baked with fresh cardamom and sour cream, which a lot of Norwegian things are. And it's in a very small ring, and you slice it small. You get about maybe 50 pieces out of this little cake. But you just take one and enjoy it. It's, it's a real hit of cardamom. That was me, Rachel Cassandra, talking with Petersburg businesses about the foods they're serving this year for Eulabucking. Students recently had the chance to get out of the classroom and into the kitchen at Ketchikan's Revia Junior Senior High School. It was all hands on deck for the students as they helped cook a holiday meal for their classmates, teachers, and community members. KRBD's Reagan Miller stopped by to see how the feast came together. All that into the garbage, please. Yep. After days of preparation, the tables were set, the music was playing, and the decorations were sparkling. Revilla principal Kurt Lindemann gave everyone a few moments to dig into the feast, made entirely by Revilla students, before telling the guests why it was so important they were there. You've all been, been invited here today, those of you who are guests. You guys have all been invited here because you make a difference to kids. You make a difference to our kids. So thank you very much. Big round of applause. There were Ketchikan Police Department officers tucking into turkey, school board members crunching on cookies, and even a member of the Coast Guard chatting with middle schoolers. The meal was quickly devoured, but it all took a lot of preparation from the students. Aidy Roth is a teacher at Revilla. She says her students have been working on the meal for days. 
We have turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, gravy, green bean casserole, stuffing, rolls, cranberry sauce. Roth says the idea started years ago with a teacher who has since retired from the school. This year's was the first holiday meal that Revilla students have made since COVID-19 came to Ketchikan. It all started with a way to kind um, of just bring together the staff and students and offer up a holiday meal that we share with our staff and our students. And then we invite some community members to come in and just enjoy it with us. Revilla junior Sophia Goni says she liked baking the desserts best. This year, that meant Rice Krispie Treats. She also helped decorate the building for the occasion. Her favorite part of the day? Probably just all the teamwork that happens. Matthias Williams, another junior, was helping out in the kitchen for the first time. His job was to tear into the turkey. Not to eat it, but to get the meat off the bones. The students wore gloves and took to the job with enthusiasm. Once the bones were stripped of meat, the pieces went onto a platter. Uh, This is my first time... Junior Francis Shaw Dixon helped cook several of the dishes. I helped make the mashed potatoes. Um, I assisted them with the turkeys and I helped prep the hams. She said she was grateful for the opportunity to work together with her classmates to make the dinner happen. I enjoy it, especially the bonds that you can make with the people that you're working with. Um, And I think it helps make friendships better and more connections. Chase Hannes is a senior. His focus was on the turkey as he moved around the kitchen in a frilled cupcake print apron. This will be the first turkey I helped out making. How do you think it went? I think it went pretty good. And according to their guests, all of the students' hard work paid off. School board member Diane Gubatayo made herself a plate and sat down to enjoy it with former board member Jordan Tab. It's really cool that the students did all the cooking. And hey, they made dressing from scratch. Tab was enjoying a few Christmas cookies. He echoed the principal, saying the school is built on strong relationships with students. And this is one of those ways that they maintain those relationships. If kids don't feel comfortable with the adults like the law enforcement or counselors who come into their school, they're not going to be here. Kubitayo agreed. I just think this to me really symbolizes the family kind of relationships that they try and build with students here, a sense of we're a family together in our community here. And this is like, to me, a celebration of that. Edie Roth says that most of the students who attend for Villa helped in some small way to contribute to the meal. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Reagan Miller. And for KFSK, I'm Rachel Cassandra.